0: Welcome to your PA Mentor Podcast. I'm Sam Mingo, your host and fellow PA, and I'm here to help you navigate your way to a fulfilling PA career. At 26 years old, I landed my dream job as a brand new graduate right out of PA school without even realizing it, all because I had an incredible mentor who guided me through my first year as a clinician. My mentor completely changed my life and how I practice medicine. He didn't just teach me clinical medicine. He taught me how to love the art of medicine, how to develop work-life balance, how to avoid burnout, and most importantly, how to truly love and continue to love my profession. Because of him, I am the confident PA that I am today. And that is why I have made it my mission to help PA students and new grads navigate through the PA profession with advice, strategy, and tools to find your way to a fulfilling career as a PA. And with that said, my friends, it is now time to dive into today's episode. Hi, Erin. Hi, Sammy. So today we are going to talk all about bad grades. And well, you've had a lot of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Well, not a lot. Mostly just organic chemistry, a couple withdrawals, and calculus, a great big (laughs)
0: 0.0. Impressive. I've gotten so many questions about bad grades from all you prePAs. So today we're gonna to tell you how to explain them during your interview and why you should not let that discourage you. Exactly.
1: Bad grades are not a death knell, okay? They make you human, they're not a
0: sign of failure. So what happened with you, Erin? Why did you get (laughs) such terrible grades? I mean, you are such a great student in PA school. I, I have a really hard time picturing you failing a class. I know, right? But honestly, for me,
1: calculus was the worst. I studied so fucking hard for that class. But let's back up for a quick second and talk about my major. So I was a biology major but not like cellular biology. I was a wildlife biology major. <laughs> yeah.
0: So oh, like, stop, stop it. Sh- sh-. why? Why were you a wildlife biology major? First of all, um, because I at
1: the time like I really wanted to be a forest ranger. Or- no, you did not. Yes, no. I did. And I wanted to do stream conservation, so I did a ton of fisheries classes. Okay. Yeah. No judgment. Okay. Keep going. Keep okay. going. So with wildlife biology, you have to have two quarters of calculus for the program. So the first one was rough, but I squeaked through. It was okay. And the second quarter was just a disaster. But actually, I still have pretty fond memories of it because it was a really small class. There was only about 20 students, and they really tried so hard to help me. They kind of <laughs> rallied around me. Uh, <laughs> it was so endearing. They, they totally rallied. But so I had a study group. I went to tutor lab every single day. I tried so hard in that class. But when it came down to it, I could follow what they were doing. But when I looked at the words on the paper, I could not connect the dots myself. <laughs> So what did you end up doing? Well, I did what I should have done in the first place. I went and talked to my advisor for my major, and she told me about calculus for biology majors. What does that mean? What the hell? Why didn't I know this? So the calculus that I was taking was for like the smarty smarts, like (laughs) math, physics, the super smart kids. And Uh I was not. I'm not one of those super smart kids. So calculus for biology majors is kind of dumbed down to, to my level of understanding. <laughs> Perfect. And yes. so I took that class, and then it was easy, breezy, no problem.
0: Well, there you go. You should have asked the first place. Yeah,
1: I should have, right?
0: hmm Dumb, dumb. So what happened with your OChem class? So that's a little bit of a longer story. Okay. Well, we don't have all day, so, you know, top, top. <laughs>
1: So, I ended up taking about an eight year hiatus from college when I only had three classes left to graduate. What? Yeah. Things were kind of crazy in my personal life and my work life, and I just couldn't manage school. And I just, I just stopped. So, what happened? So, I was working in clinical research, and I decided I really wanted to finish my undergrad degree and eventually go to PA school. I know I only had three classes to go and OCHEM was one of them. I don't remember the other two, but I remember I took them and it was fine and I was done, like not, not a problem. Mm-hmm. Initially, I wasn't too worried because I had done pretty well in the first two classes of the OCHEM series, but picking it up eight years later was a lot harder yeah, than I anticipated. Yeah, that is not something you want to just pick back up again. <laughs> yeah, nope. So, I would enroll in the class. I went for a few weeks. I was completely lost and I withdrew. And then the next quarter, same thing. Tried again, had to withdraw because I was like, oh my God, I am dying. I have no idea what's going on. So, third time's a charm. I hired a tutor. He was a super smarty. I met with him. Every single week for a couple hours. And he really helped me limp my way through the course. So I finished it with a respectable 3.0, but it was not easy and it was not pretty. Wait, so you took OCHEM three times? Well, yeah. Well, I enrolled three times. I only <laughs> finished it once.
0: <laughs> so you withdrew, you withdrew twice. Yes. Is that correct? I did. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did. That's fine. I withdrew fine. twice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, at what point were you tempted to give up? Um, I I
1: wasn't. I knew that I had to finish this damn class. Like I knew that this was what was standing in the way of me getting to do what I wanted. And it mm-hmm. was just like, okay, how do I take this on? And it was really just day to day, just putting in the work, doing the assignments, and just putting my head down and just getting through it. Also, I think I was pretty naive at the time. I didn't realize that withdrawing from a class was something that could be seen as a negative. For me, it it was like, Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I pass and I don't want to screw up my GPA. So, why would I stay in a class that I know I'm going to get a bad grade in? Like, why not just withdraw and try again next time? So, for me, I didn't actually think too much about it. And honestly, if I had to do it again, I probably would have still withdrawn rather than get a failing grade because that – when I got the fail in calculus, like it really, really, really fucked up my GPA, my overall GPA.
0: But I feel like that's such a common – it's so common at OCAM. I I feel like everybody – Fails organic chemistry. It's not <laughs> right. I mean, okay. So listen to this. I did a quick little 10 second little snippet on my TikTok video about organic chemistry.
1: Yeah, and
0: I saw that, that blew up. I had like a hundred and fifty thousand views on that one video because everybody, yeah, pretty obviously, <laughs> everybody was just like, "Oh my god, I can relate." I got so many DMs because everybody was like, "I hate organic chemistry too. It's really difficult," and that's not yeah. unusual. I mean. For me, I also had to retake OChem. first time I got a C and the second time I got a B, but it's just really tough class. Like there's nothing you can say about it, you know, and I just, I didn't understand it and I couldn't go around it. I don't know. Right. I mean, there's honestly like
1: no shame in having to repeat or try again. Exactly. It shows tenacity. It shows commitment. It shows you're willing to keep trying, even though Mm. it's hard. Don't get frustrated don't think that one bad grade is gonna ruin your chances of becoming it's not, a PA. not at all. it's not it's definitely not
0: so how did you have to explain that during your PA interview um so
1: to be fair I honestly only got asked about it in one interview oh really yeah I applied to three schools I got three interviews and the only place that asked was Quinnipiac
0: of course it was in Quinnipiac. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of course. Of course. It was. Yeah. So I had to explain the 0.0 in calculus, which actually was pretty easy. I was just super honest; like I tried really, really hard. I still failed, and then I was able to find a different calculus class I could understand, and I did great in it. So mm-hmm. I pointed that out. I was like, well, you can see that my next time I did this biology, um, <laughs> calculus for biology majors, and I did great. Like, I just needed something I could relate it to. And like I said before, the calculus class that I failed was like the really- it was made for math people. It <laughs> was made for math and physics majors, you know, like the exactly. real deal smart kids. Smart kids. And I'm just, I'm not on that level. Like, nope, I will, that's I'm us, the that's first to us. admit it's... it. That's not me. We're not math people. Not even a little bit. No shame there. Nope. So what about the W's, the withdrawals? Well, I, so... Did you have to explain that too? Yeah, I did. They asked a lot of questions about my grades at Quinnipiac. But I just explained that <laughs> I kn- <laughs> I knew I had to take the class and I knew I had to do well in it because I it was a program pre and I knew I had to have at least a 3.0. Mm-hmm. And I told them that I knew that I wouldn't be able to get that the first two times and I didn't want to affect my GPA. And so... I finally hired a tutor because I was so lost. And then I passed with the help of a tutor. But I just knew that I had to finish the class. So I did. That's it? Well, that's all they asked you? That's, that's all you said? Sounds really simple. I know. But then she asked like, why they should accept me and not uh, another student who didn't have Ooh. the same struggles. <laughs> yeah, I that was, was a good not question. prepared for that question. I was like, oh, God, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I was quiet. And I really had to think about like, okay, why me? Why me over someone who didn't struggle? Correct. Yeah. And I basically was like, you know, my grades are only a part of my story. They're not who I am. Oh, good answer. I'm really committed to becoming a PA. I was proud of how hard I actually worked in those classes, despite what was on the paper. Like, I knew I had tried. I knew I had done everything that I could. But that calculus class just was not within my grasp at that time. Like, it just, mm-hmm. and it still wouldn't to this day. I, I just, my <laughs> brain, <is> calculus? <laughs> my brain does not think that way. But again, you know, those grades are just a reflection of what was happening at that time. It's not a reflection of who I am.
0: Exactly. And that's a very important takeaway at that time, Mm -hmm. at that very moment in your life. It's not to indicate how you are going to be as a PA later on down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And you're not always going to excel in every course. Everyone has their own different strengths and weaknesses. Like for me, Organic chemistry was really, really hard because I just could not configure these 3D dimensional molecules in my head. So I just had to memorize them, which is something you cannot do in organic chemistry. You cannot memorize. It just doesn't work. Right. And so
1: the other thing that I pointed out was the prereqs that I did for the whole year before I even applied to the program, those were all like really great grades. So I was like, The student that I was in that class is not the student that I was in these other classes. Mm -hmm. So just let them know that your grades are not who you are. They're just a part.
0: So what did you do to kind of get your GPA up? So my major was comprehensive medical imaging. It was a radiology degree. And my specialty was in ultrasound. So there, I took a ton of science courses for my major that wasn't part of the PA prerequisites classes. So I took classes like radiation biology, molecular biology, and a ton of physics courses. And those all counted towards my science GPA. So with the more of those courses I took, it really boosted my overall science GPA. Wait,
1: so they break up your GPA into like a science GPA and then an overall GPA?
0: Yes, Erin, how do you not know this? (laughs)
1: I didn't know.
0: Okay, but they do. Um, Oh, God. So most people, their science GPA is actually much lower than the overall GPA. So with more science classes you take, you tend to do better, and it will raise your overall science GPA. (sighs) Um, That makes you a little more competitive as an applicant. Okay, good to know. So another thing that can make you more
1: competitive as an applicant is thinking about your major and Mm -hmm. not being afraid to stray from biology as your major, right? right? Business, marketing, English, philosophy, and radiology, they're all really great majors to take. It makes you well-rounded, makes you stand up from the crowd. It's not as generic. You might have to spend extra time down the road on the mm-hmm. sciences
0: that you need, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Everyone and their mom is a biology major. So don't be afraid to be different. I honestly wish I had a, you know, business background, maybe majored in business so I can understand the business side of things as it translates in so many different fields. Cause medicine is a business. And I think a lot of times as providers, we just don't understand that. We only understand clinical medicine, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, I remember I was so impressed when I met you because you had this like ultrasound degree and. It's just such an amazing skill to have in your pocket. Yeah. It makes you such a lucrative hire for so many specialties like OBGYN,
0: cardiac, nephrology. Yeah. And so when I went on those interviews, every time they saw that I had an ultrasound background, they said, oh, you can, you know, I can do cardiology and do echocardiograms for carotids. And yeah. if I can do OB and do pelvic exams and OB exams, you know, and for nephrology, I can do kidney exams. I can read these yeah. ultrasound images and it just... It makes me a much more competitive applicant as opposed to somebody who just did a biology major.
1: Right. So, so impressive. Yeah. Okay. So what are we going to talk about next week?
0: So next week, we're going to answer all your questions about the gap year and how to get clinical experience. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. I can't wait. Yes. Erin and I will go all into our personal clinical experience and what we gained from it. Yes. Yes. So again, please leave a message or a DM or a comment and please give us a review if you're listening to our podcast. That would yeah. be great. And tell all your friends. <laughs> yeah, I know you have lots of friends because we don't. <laughs> That's okay. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening and you really like what you're listening to, please give us a quick review or a comment. And like always just DM us for any questions and any topics that you want to hear on our next few episodes. Okay. Sounds okay. good. And that is all. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Bye. Bye.